0: You are listening to Waffle, the bite-sized podcast with Paul Jenkins. First broadcast on Rosendale Radio on the 21st of June 2020. This week, Paul talks with acclaimed children's poet Coral Rumble, who talks about her transition from teacher to poet and reads from her new collection.
1: 104.7 Rossendale.
0: Welcome to the Waffle Hour. It's me, Paul Jenkins, here on The Weekend Wind Down. Now, each week we have a guest. Uh, We would love the guests to come into the studio, but we just can't do that at the moment. And so we've been contacting people on the phone. And we have had a vast array of guests over the previous weeks. We've had ghostwriters. We've had copywriters. We've had speech makers like last week. We've had stand-up comedians. We've had authors. And we have had poets. And this week, that is where we are putting our attention, because we are going to be speaking today uh to the amazing poet coral rumble she joined me in conversation uh just earlier in the week and this is my interview with her welcome back to 104.7 rossendale radio it's me paul jenkins and it's the weekend wind down and of course it's time for our waffle segment and i have the joy of being joined this afternoon by poet extraordinaire coral rumble hello coral how are you doing
1: hi paul I'm, I'm good yeah i'm good you yeah, uh, thinking about the circumstances <laughs> we've just got to be good
0: haven't we <laughs> yeah living room to living room was not how i intended to meet you but uh, this is you know this will do uh, whereabouts uh i'm up in uh Hasling, up in lancashire whereabouts are you today i,
1: I live in maidenhead in berkshire oh, so right. very near to to windsor so uh, yeah quite,
0: quite a way away from you paul it's a it's a way away but this is this is the joy of this that now that we're we're, we're connected right. <laughs> by, yeah. by, by the joys of the internet we've been bounced off about three satellites and there's a speaker coming through my living room and uh, we're, we're, we're doing our best uh, yeah. And uh, and one of the things that we were talking about just before we came on air about is about poets generally we're, we're we've got a lot more time to be able to sort of share things with one another uh why why don't you share with the people of rossendale uh who you are and and what you
1: do okay (laughs) well my name is is uh, as you know it's coral rumble uh, people often think that's my pen name because they don't think anyone really should be called Rumble, but it isn't. I actually married someone called <laughs> Rumble, and I was a teacher at the time, and so the kids loved that. Uh, so that I used to hear along the corridors uh, when I was walking to a classroom, Crumble's come in, so yeah. So they enjoyed that because I was very ordinary Miss Woodwards before. So yes, yeah, so that's my name. You got more dramatic. Um, I've, obviously I started off as a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, then uh when we had our first child and i uh left t- teaching to be at home um i was writing more and my husband actually was the one who encouraged me to start sending stuff off mm. um to see if it got published and gradually stuff went into magazines and then it went into anthologies and uh and it just sort of snowballed and, and actually my career as a writer grew as my kids started grew um, so it was it was brilliant because um, the busyness increased as they became more and more independent. Uh, that's that's what I do and I, I spend a lot of time in schools or art centers and sometimes museums um, anywhere where people will let me talk
0: about poetry well it's funny you should say because we've had a, a couple of guests on who have gone made that leap from teaching into poetry i i myself used to be a teacher uh, we had yeah. josh, josh seagull was on uh, a few weeks back talking about how he was working as a teaching assistant and then came into poetry so it's there seems to be that link between teachers becoming poets i don't know where that's come from
1: I don't know, but I, th- I think it can be helpful. Not not that if you weren't a teacher, you're not going to be <laughs> sort of a, a very good guest in a school. But I think there is an advantage in it, especially when you initially start to do that kind of thing, because um, you, you're kind of very familiar with the way everything works in a school and what the... Um, limitations are Uh, so you're more realistic sometimes with what you can expect to be able to do and and at at some point in a school probably 80% of the visits I do at some point a teacher will say you used to be a teacher didn't you I think you're scarred for life obviously it's it's
0: those moments where you wait for everyone else to be quiet rather than trying to talk over them. (laughs) (laughs) yes Um, I, I tell you what we'll do, if, if it's all right with you, Coral, would you be able to share a piece of work with us? And then that will give us yeah. a, sort of some idea about the, the kind of things that you produce.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share the title poem from my new collection, uh, Riding a Lion, mm-hmm. uh, because that's, that's coming out uh, in a couple of months. So I'm quite excited about that. And this is the the title poem, Riding a Lion. I dreamt of riding a lion a fast one, a fierce one, with a flash of wildness in his eyes. I could feel his tented ribs with my clinging knees. I dreamt he flew, huge wings spreading, his deep growl rumbling like a well-oiled engine. My fingers curled into a tangle around his mane. I dreamt He swooped a deep dive, a daring dive, a dizzy dive against the roaring wind, and I didn't even close my eyes in fear. I dreamt he landed on an island, a golden one, where all the lions fly, and children ride on their warm backs, clutching the edge of danger."
0: Well, that's excellent. Uh, I, and what what is beautiful about that poem is it, it kind of lulls you in, doesn't it? Yeah. It's that yeah. kind of it's that moment where you you start off with you know, you dream of riding a line, you think it's gonna be a really aggressive poem, but actually yeah. it's it's got a soft yeah. lilt to it and the that you've got a lot of alliteration in there and it you kind of drift away towards the end, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. It's it's kind of written, I suppose, about a number of things. It's 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 about um imagination, but it's also about escape and taking risks. Um, and there are a number of things you can chat through with kids, um, once, once you've read it. You know, you can talk about dreams. There are a whole host of things that often come up, and we can talk about dreams and what they dream about, and have there only been, have they dreamt about doing something that they'd like to do, but it's a bit of a risk? And, uh, you know, obviously, I'm not encouraging them to, to go to <laughs> and get on the back of a lion, but, you know, we talk uh, we talk about things like you know doing something for the first time in front of people, stuff yeah. like that that seem risky, but you've just got to grab on and go with it.
0: It is lovely that you can you can have those different conversations, as you were saying. Because my my first thought was it about the lion itself, but then, as you say, it becomes more about risk taking, or or maybe yeah. right? or maybe we go off in a completely different direction, like you say, yeah. other yeah. dreams. And yeah. it can be, one poem could be a springboard for for so many different ideas.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, we're going to come up to a, a very quick music break now. Uh, and uh, we're going to I originally had a different plan for for, the, for your musical choices, but you, you actually chose one, which is, as we've been talking so much about schools at the moment, uh, yeah. you chose uh, Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. What, yeah. Why did that one spring to your mind?
1: Well, I think we all feel we're a bit bricked up at the moment. <laughs> um, but, of course, the song is 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 about how kids can feel within an education system and i am I'm, I'm very motivated by wanting to broaden their horizons and for them to see that success is wider than academic pursuits and uh, uh yeah so sort of thoughts around that really perfect here's pink floyd this is
0: 104.7 rossendale radio Welcome back to the weekend wind down. I'm continuing my conversation with Coral Rumble, uh, and we've been talking in the first uh, part of our interview about your work uh, and how you were a teacher and then you've gone into the world of poetry. Uh, but actually, that's taken you to dizzying new heights. Uh, and in 2018, <laughs> uh, you got uh, you got one of those wonderful things that that people don't quite know what to do with in life, an award, uh, which ah. award uh, were you were you given?
1: <laughs> Well, I, there's a wonderful arts and literature magazine for children called The Caterpillar. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's beautifully produced. Uh, it, it's really quite breathtaking, the, the stuff that they have in there. Mm. Uh, the covers, everything's just beautiful about it. But the, it, it's essential because there are not many magazines like that for children and perhaps it's the only one so uh, there are no sort of posters to put on your wall you know of uh, footballers or pop stars it's 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 stories and poems and art and uh, they do a competition every year called the caterpillar poetry prize mm-hmm. uh, and uh, last year uh, this this year actually i, I, I was really chuffed because i got a commendation from the judge who was roger McGough, who's one of my heroes so i was very chuffed about that but i was more chuffed i suppose um in 2018 when i won the prize mm. so that was very very surreal when i got the phone call to say that my poem had been chosen uh to to uh, to win that year
0: and that's uh, the thing about with the Caterpillar and, and all of these prizes. You mentioned Roger McGough was the, the judge this year, but it's, yeah. it's being yeah. recognised by your peers as as actually yeah. having something. How, how does that make you feel when, when you suddenly look around and you go all these people that you, probably you've been looking at and saying, well, I really enjoy his work or her work, and uh, but they've come together and said, actually, no, we think this is this is of, of great worth. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I, you, I, you get really chuffed because... Um you know i I want the youngest child to like something that I've written because there's something in those words that uh, that connect with them, but I suppose when you're thinking on a professional level uh, it's it's nothing more encouraging than having people you really respect and admire um giving you a round of applause mm. so uh, i think I think all of us I, I think writers generally are quite insecure. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> and I think sometimes we just need people to say that's really good <laughs> and, uh, it just sort of gives you a shot in the arm and you think yeah oh I'm not wasting my time then so uh, yeah it, it's it's helpful and, and I think the writing community can be uh, in, in a bad way um Sometimes when when people get competitive yes. um, um, and they, they don't want to encourage other people. But I think over this time of lockdown, there's been a, a really strong indication that generally the writing community is very supportive of each other. So that's that's good to know it is and i
0: think one of the things about the awards uh, and i'll be very honest with you uh, it was what connected me with your work in the first place you know yeah. see, seeing the announcement yeah. that you had won the prize yeah. was the first time that i thought oh, oh this is another writer i i, I can look at and, and get into it. And, right. and i know and i've been hooked since i'm sitting there i'm sitting here with a copy of breaking the rules that i bought just after you'd won that prize oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, which is going back to 2004 because it's but my my link there was well oh wait wow it's somebody writing a about school and around, and around those things so yes yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it, it i think it does it kind of brings you up and of course you you are now coral rumble caterpillar prize winner that's that yeah. kind of, does that help with you know when you're marketing yourself to, to schools Oh,
1: it, it, of course it does you know um and and the sad thing is there are loads of poets out there who won't necessarily win a prize um who are, you know producing the same quality of work as me and and better um i'm sure but of course you're going to be grateful when someone recognizes your work Mm. because um it's it's another kind of affirmation really yeah because you know that it's been put side by side with other work that is really good and so um, that has to bring someone's attention uh, to, to what you're doing, and as it did with
0: you, Paul. Yeah, well, indeed, it's uh, and and I think as well if, if people haven't checked out the, the caterpillar and the there's, a, there's what I love is that there's a grown-up equivalent uh, in the moth, which is the yeah c- yeah.
1: Partner. Well, the moth started off first, and then they decided that um, that they would they would uh, produce something for children. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the sort of child of the moth,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is lovely. They worked backwards in in yeah. Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, please do. I'm going to encourage people to, to certainly to check that out. Um, with uh, just before we uh, go on, because we're going to uh, hear some some more of your work in the in the last part of the interview this afternoon. Yeah. Um, but uh, but before we go on, you've chosen a uh, phenomenal women uh, by uh, Laura Mwala uh, yeah. that, that what what is it about this sort of song or this artist that that that's... Uh,
1: it's, it's the strength mm. and the honesty of it and. Um, She says it all, or she
0: sings it all. It's one of those. Um, uh, Enough said. Enough said. It's it's one of those ones, it's like you're going to leave it to the artist and they can absolutely speak for themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. This is Phenomenal Women.
1: Playing more of the songs you like. This is 104.7 Rossendale Radio
0: welcome back to the weekend wind down it's the final part of our waffle segment this afternoon we're talking to coral rumble about all things poetry uh, and we were speaking in the last uh, section about your uh, award of the caterpillar prize uh now yeah. now from that the, the the actual title of the poem that you won with was mustafa's jumper uh yeah. that's uh, that then grew in itself uh, like a caterpillar <laughs>
1: It did, it did, because um, after I'd won the prize, um, a publisher called Wacky B, Mm -hmm. who had already published a picture book for me with with my daughter, who's an illustrator, Mm -hmm. um, they contacted me and said, you know, we think that poem would be a great story. Could you actually write the story of the poem? And it was actually wonderful to be able to do that, because often I I tell children that sometimes uh, a a poem can be like a slice of a story and you don't see the whole story. Uh, So this was my opportunity to take the poem, which is a story in itself, uh, um, but then to uh, actually imagine the background of that of that poem and yeah. to fill in all of those gaps so uh, yes yeah, so so mustafa's jumper the story okay. was published uh at the end of last year because that's it's, it's not the first
0: time you've worked with your daughter either is it
1: no 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 we 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 produced a a picture book called mm-hmm. the adventures of the owl and the pussycat mm-hmm. uh and uh as i say that was with wacky Bee. so we um uh, they were the ones who thought we would be a good combination for Mustafa's jumper. And I knew that Charlie would be a good illustrator for it because it's sad, it's very sad. Uh, it's about uh, a refugee who joins a school um, and but then has to go back with his family back home because obviously his papers are not in order. Mm. So the actual subject is very sad. And I knew that we needed humour in some of the illustrations, just a gentle humour. And I knew that we needed something bright and vibrant, something that children would immediate, immediately identify with as yeah. school life. And uh, and I knew that Charlie could do that. So um, so I'm really pleased because you need it, it's almost like you need some light relief in in those um, illustrations
0: and how do you find the dynamic of working with your daughter is there is it is it harder do, do you have those moments where if there's something that's not quite right for either of you in the process is it more tricky to to have those conversations or is it or, or is it easier because you've got the, the the relationship built up already
1: you know at first i thought it was going to be tricky um, especially when we you know the first time with the owl and the pussycat mm. but in actual fact, I think we're both quite good at knowing our strengths and we seem to divide up our responsibilities quite easily. I was the words person, she was the picture person. Yeah. And, and and we respect each other enough to run things by uh, and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, and, and she, I think... The best thing with, is when you see an illustrator has really got you and understands you. And um, of course, if it's your daughter, they might need to know a bit about you that other illustrators don't know. And uh, so, in a way, it was easy. Mm.
0: I, I think that's the thing as uh, we mentioned just off air i've i've had the same similar sort of thing Mine, mine's much younger uh, he, he was only uh, nine when we first started doing this so pretty much everything he drew went into the book the first book we did but yeah. it, it's but there is that kind of actually he, he's his worst critic r- before i even get to, to looking at his yeah. work so it's oh yeah, it's
1: yeah.
0: um it's i think there is a kind of pri- pride at, as you say the words person the picture person there's everyone's got their own Uh, kind of pride in their own work to bring to the table so it's it's not as tricky as people think it would be And, yeah. and and you've and obviously you've you've got not you mentioned a new collection that, that's coming out soon yeah. um this is so and this is away from your stories and picture books as well uh mm. what's, have you got anything else from the from the new collection that you'd
1: like to uh, yeah i i mean there's there's lots of stuff <laughs> that i could choose yeah i'm very excited about this collection because i think you do develop as as you you grow as a uh, as a poet and um I I feel like I've got to a special place with this collection. It's called Riding the Lion. It's it's, uh, published by Troika Books. I must mention Troika Books (laughs) um, because they're they're publishing something for me next year as well. So I've got to to stay friends with them. Absolutely keep the publisher Um, sweet. And uh, Yeah. And this is called Island. There's a section in the book. There are six different sections. and One section is called um, uh, Families and Feelings. So this is Island. Right. The boy over there is as silent as air. He sits like a castaway on his red classroom chair. I'd like to cross over the line that's been drawn by Liam and Lucas, by Aidan and Sean. But if I step onto the island and talk, they'll watch every move, every step that I walk. Then Liam and Lucas and Aidan and Sean will flash angry eyes to threaten and warn. So the boy over there, who's as silent as air, will still sit marooned on his red classroom chair. And the sea of my guilt will crash in my ears as I drown in the swell of my worry and fears.
0: That's just a, a wonderful piece, Coral. It's, it, it takes me back so much to those classroom moments where you yeah. see those children and you want to you want to help them, but you don't quite know what to do to it to attach it because this that gang of children that are around.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, and you don't know if you're going to be brought into that that bullying situation and and yourself you've got the self doubt can i do that am i strong enough but deep inside you know what the right thing to do is mm. uh, and so yeah, i mean poems like this uh, I, I just think poetry sometimes because there's, there's a short bite you can you can start with and then there's plenty of room after that for discussion uh, and uh, i think you know it, it, that can only be helpful
0: I, it will be. I can almost guarantee that that will be uh, uh, particularly when when uh, looking around the classroom and teachers are looking for something for for dealing with with bullying issues or, or children who might be isolated yeah. in class. That's going to be mm-hmm. a go to for, for, for anyone to start a discussion. It's a wonderful thing to be able yeah. to do. Yeah i um, just absolute pleasure talking to you this afternoon. I, I always say this to, to our guests is that we we probably could go on all day. Unfortunately, we, we have to play some music on this station from time to time as well. It gets, <laughs> gets right in the way with my talking to guests. Uh, but, uh, but we, we will, have, of course, open up the extended invite for either. Uh, I could uh, come and see you at some point or other. We could actually meet it meet face to face or any time you're up in the Rossendale area. Uh, pop yeah. Oh, that
1: would be good, wouldn't it? When, when real life. Sort of
0: kicks in again. I, I I think this is it now. We've 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 now we've now slipped into alternative reality. We've got a we've got to. I think we
1: find it hard to come more than sort of two meters towards someone. It's going to be strange,
0: <laughs> isn't it? Being back in a room with somebody and meeting somebody for the first time again. That, that's yeah, sitting
1: awesome. on the next chair as them. Oh, <gasps> yeah,
0: I, I thoroughly look forward to it. Uh, it's uh, we've got one more music choice for you just to just to finish off. You've chosen a bit of Gregory Porter to to, yeah. to end with you've gone for free i mean it's 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 one of those artists that actually i think we could we could have chosen anything from the back catalogue and it would have been a perfect sign
1: absolutely yeah the richness of the voice is is um is just poetry itself isn't that really
0: and there and there we have it encapsulated all together poetry itself coral we'll speak to you again soon
1: thank you paul bye
0: at home in the office in the car wherever you are 104.7. Radio. Yes, it's one of those weeks where we get drum roll some bonus content. Uh, And uh, the reason we've got some bonus content this week uh, is because I was browsing through Twitter during the course of the week, and I stumbled across something uh, from one of our old guests. Well, actually, some of our old guests, uh, because it's from Old Hall Primary School, if you remember uh, back uh, a couple of months, uh, to when life was a bit more normal. Uh, It was World Book Day, and I visited Old Hall Primary School. And Old Hall have been, obviously, some children going in, uh, and uh, children of key workers have been attending school, and some of the other uh, year groups are now starting to get back into school. Uh, but uh, the year group, the people that have been in, uh, that have been working as key workers, have called themselves the Shutdown Squad. Uh, and they've been working on some poetry. Uh, and I spotted this in the week, uh, and one of their teachers tweeted me, and it's an absolutely brilliant poem that I wanted to share with you. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a really nice poem that's, that makes us think about all those things that we possibly can't do so much of at the moment, but we'd love our summer to be like. It's just called Summer Days light sun dances proudly golden sand shaped artfully vast oceans swaying beautifully colorful flowers stand powerfully soft ice cream sizzles delicately crispy sunbathers melt rapidly wispy plane trails dissolve slowly sticky sun cream spread abundantly cheeky seagulls swoop naughtily, sticky ice lollies dripping sleepily brave divers jumping elegantly happy families smiling happily and it's really nice I think to kind of it's almost dreamlike at the moment where we're looking at it going oh I wish the world was like that a little bit more Um, but maybe our poetry and our words maybe they take us back uh, to those places so thank you so much to the shutdown squad and everybody at Old Hall Primary School hope you're all well uh, and we'll hopefully see you again in person very very soon 104.7 Rossendale Radio so there you go. The end of another Waffle the Bite Size podcast. My thanks go to Coral Rumble for coming on this week, uh, speaking about her new project, her new poetry book, uh, and sharing some of those poems which have got a real sense of lyricism to them and the way that she controls the pace of the poetry and and a, a beautiful speaking voice as well, I have to say. Uh, it was lovely to speak to her. And I really, really hope that this lockdown has done one thing. It's brought poets of uh, all over the country closer together uh, and we'll be uh, speaking to her again at some point in the future, I'm sure. Uh, my thanks as ever go to everybody that works on waffle the bite-sized podcast to melanie kemp for all your editing skills and for our friends at rossendale radio for all the work they do uh, allowing us to broadcast on the air stay safe everybody and we'll be back with you next week